Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm Ryan from far away. And as you're probably able to tell, for the first time in the history of Almost Accurate, we're doing a podcast when both of us are not in the same physical location. How is this going to pan out? Where are we going to have the same comedic energy and that kinetic way that we just blitz through <laughs> that we blitz through the news? Is there going to be an audio delay? Is one of our internets going to go go down at, at one time or another? Who's to say? I have to say, Ryan, it's strange not looking into your eyes as I do this, but instead looking into the eyes of Betty White, who is parked on my computer screen right now. <laughs> Crippled and dead. Crippled they, by dead. Dead by life. This is a bizarre experience. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to see what my fiance thinks of this because normally she can hear both of us, but now she only hears me. So it's like, I'm just in here imagining pretending to do the podcast with another person. <laughs> like you're not really talking to anybody. Be like, yeah, no, he's on here. I promise. Yeah. That was always our, one of the jokes we made in the early, uh, the early days of this show is that one of us was just having some kind of psychotic break and that we were doing both of the voices at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, my my uh, brother Ryan had died around episode one hundred. Yeah, I remember that. He was yeah. and he was really rude. Yeah, pretty much a dick. I'm trying to remember what his fucking problem was. Uh, chemical imbalance. It's chemical <laughs> imbalance. I think I may have some of that too. Maybe maybe <laughs> we all maybe we all do at some point. Just a little bit, but it's okay. That's why you drink. That's why I drink. Yeah. What are you drinking tonight? Um, water. Well, <laughs> I am about four Sapporos deep at this point. Damn. Yeah, I made what a. Are you, what uh, are you trying to prove? Uh, I'm just something to myself, I guess. <laughs> Good lord, man! Nah, that is not me. I I am on the CBDs tonight. Ah, well, very very good stuff. Oh yeah. yes. I uh I made I did a stir fry tonight and I guess it's a good thing you didn't uh, come over because I'm not sure if it was my best attempt at it. The good. problem was I fired I fired <laughs> I uh I fired up the walk and by fired it up I mean I I left some like uh sesame oil and butter in there for a while and it mm-hmm. really started smoking and uh, let me just tell you, if our smoke detector, we probably need to check the batteries because if our house burned down, it would have never went off. <laughs> it was so incredibly smoky in here. 
uh, and it still hasn't cleared out yet. So our our food had a very distinct charred <laughs> to it. Mm, what flavor is this? Oh, yes, it's burnt. Burnt, yes. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, the the rice turned out good. The shrimp were good, but the the vegetables had a very very smoked flavor to it, which is probably not my uh, probably not my best attempt, but. You wouldn't get that if you were working with propane and propane accessories. Accessories. <laughs> Damn it, Bob. That's funny. And I was like, what? <laughs> I love it when you're trying to do that and you just automatically fuck it up. I know. And then you just like, well, that's not going to hit because I just couldn't even finish the, you know, the word correctly. Dumb, dumb. Just, uh, I hate when you're about to, you feel like you're about to nail something. And then you stutter mid midpoint. It always just ruins it completely. D- 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 what? Oh no, he's buffering everybody. Oh <laughs> uh, 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 oh no. Uh, but yeah, well, Betty White is dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, maybe. I, I guess we should ad- address the elephant in the room, or I guess the elephant from thirty miles away was that originally we were going to do this in person as we usually do we've been very fortunate that compared to most of the podcasts that i listen to we've made it entirely through covid without having to do one of these over zoom so i feel i feel that we've we've popped our oh, chair really? every night by doing this yeah oh hell of, yeah a lot of people switch into remote but that shows the level of dedication that we don't care who d- who dies that we were gonna do this every wednesday be damned we will quarantine together and do a podcast about it every day for two weeks. Exactly. Until we hate each other. <laughs> but like, leave me alone. Stop asking questions. But like, that's what the podcast is about right now. I swear to God, if I hear the words fire and content, I'm going to I will murder somebody. I'm going to rip the rest of my pubes out by the root. That's oh, how God. upset that I am. Yeah, you definitely have a chemical imbalance. Uh, who's to say? <laughs> uh, but yeah, your your wife is sick, but turns out she doesn't have COVID. She tested negative. Uh, but just to be safe, we decided to go ahead and do this over Zoom for the first time. So, well, no, she was like, "Can you please stay home with me?" And I was like, "Yeah, girl." Yep, this is. Uh, you guys are not <laughs> in the same room anymore, and I was trying to cover for you, so. <laughs> Yeah, no, she's not in there, but she might be over here. But you know, the truth, is the truth. So it's gonna be what's gonna be. <laughs> oh um, yeah. Let's see. Oh man, this next bit of news I'm really sad about. Joe Gatto is leaving the Impractical Jokers because him and his wife have decided to split up, and he wants to be there for his kids. So kids ruin everything. I agree, Jake. That's kind of, I mean, what does he have to lose at this point? How old are his kids? His kids are pretty young. I think one's like six and the other's like four. So you're telling me somebody had sex with this guy in the last six years? Yeah. And she is wild, not like ugly or anything. She's actually pretty. Wow. He's really punching above his weight in that case. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm like between his money and myrrh. The two goofiest looking people on this show. That is absolutely <laughs> incredible. <laughs> I say yeah, this, they, they all have millions of dollars and they're, I'm sure they're going to really uh, be hurt by me roasting them from afar. But uh, yeah, 
You never crazy. know, man. They might listen to this podcast. What if this is like their favorite podcast and you just offended them? Have we talked about Impractical Jokers before? I love that show, by the way, in case you guys are still listening. Yes, I do as well. Um, we used to watch that at my mom's house, but then they just kept playing the same damn episodes. But all the episodes were on HBO Max. Wow. That, that you can is watch them. news to me, Ryan. I'm assuming you just dropped your phone on the toilet from what it sounded like. No, I uh, kind of choked on some spit so oh okay <laughs> i was trying to hold it together i i appreciate you i appreciate you trying i do that at least once a day where i choke on my own saliva and it is a humiliating experience i have to say jake i have to tell you something what's up it's jersey man jersey shore is back son oh, we're missing it <laughs> I think we're gonna we're gonna have to save it till tomorrow because even after even after we're done, my fiance is gonna be asleep. <laughs> she went to bed early tonight. <laughs> yeah, me I, and Matt talking about that. We'll probably have to do the same too. I nearly burned the house down and she went to bed. <laughs> Clearly she was not upset. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'll be okay. But anyways, uh RIP Joe uh as he tweeted, do you want me to read out his entire tweet? No, I, I, I got the gist of it. It's actually really sad. Oh, gross. As yeah, I work children, through the challenges I am facing, I hope to am excited to create new ways to entertain you. Much love, Joe. Well, well he's supposed to come to North Carolina in like a couple of months. Uh, what's he going to do? Like put like a kick me sign on somebody's back and just fall him through the city? No, he's going, he, he does stand-up comedy. Sal's been here through here too. I think he was here like two months ago. No fucking way. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't know where they were in North Carolina, but they were, they were here. But we're all were, on the East Coast. Do you think they were in a big market or were they in like fucking Gastonia or someplace? <laughs> I have no idea. I can't remember. I want to say it was like maybe like not Greensboro, but like a city like that. Oh, maybe it was Raleigh or Charlotte. I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway, both of them have come through one two months ago, one in two months. It seems like maybe they clean up around this area. Hmm. You wouldn't come back to places you don't make money. That is true. So North Carolina, it's all about the comedy, man. That's why we are so big around here. <laughs> And Trump. And that's the other thing people love around here. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Un unfortunately. Um, so, Ryan, you also posted this on Facebook. So there are some new characters, some new character posters for Sparrows uh, that are going to be joining season three of the Umbrella Academy coming this year. Yeah, so these characters pretty much are just like, whatever, who cares? But then I see this guy with like this weird face deformity. And then I see like what I can only assume is like some box. Are you talking about number seven? Because number seven looks like a dead rat. It looks like a box, like a, I a mean, box. the edges are very sharp. It looks like a box made of like animal flesh or something disgusting. Yeah. Does not, look like weird. A, does not look like a person from what I can tell. You know what I bet's going to happen this year on this, I, this season? I bet Yvonne is going to get upset 
and then she's going to try to ruin the world. Well, that would be a first for this series. <laughs> yeah, or a third <laughs> in as many seasons. Yeah, I, was I, like, wa- I wonder ahead. how they're going to be able to get <laughs> yep. You can tell we're over Zoom. <laughs> get out of town. No, you can't. Feeling more and more like a business meeting. <laughs> yes. Well, I um, think... <laughs> I think that I will have a dessert and then we will chat about what we got to do. I don't know. I was trying to be funny. It failed. That's what, that's what you do over your meetings is have eat dessert and talk about. Yeah. Cause you want to feel like you're at a luncheon. Everybody's uh, way more comfortable at a luncheon. I just take my pants off. Everyone's more comfortable when you're just, you know, relaxed, you know? Nope. Mm-mm, no. Yeah, you don't. St- that's how I start most of my days. At least the first two hours, I'm like, no pants. Well, God. Well, you also work in the strip club industry, so that would be acceptable for someone like you. Exactly. Stripping over Zoom has been extremely difficult. You know, I bet I can make some. Well, then you'd just be a webcam girl at that point. I don't have a webcam. That's the other problem. I have to do it with my voice and just describe what's happening. Or what do they call that? ASR? ASMR? ASMR. Yeah, not quite the same thing. That's like people popping like bubble wrap into a microphone. (laughs) Well, I mean, some people are like, I'm caressing my face and putting OxyClean on it. Exactly. And some people are like, I'm as hard as a rock right now. I fucking love people whispering, barely audible conversations and people like opening a soda can into a microphone and stuff like that. They're here for it. Or if it was us a couple weeks ago, somebody ripping their pants in half. I mean, it was pretty crazy. I was like Hulk Hogan of the pants. Yes. I, it was a sight to be, you were a sight to behold that evening. You had the smile on your face that could only tell me that child bewilderment was behind it. <laughs> I was like, let me rip these pants. And then you just stare at me like a young child who had just saw a monster truck for the first time. You're welcome, Jake. You're yeah, welcome. I, I really felt like I was looking at Grave Digger all over again. <laughs> yeah. That's my butt. <laughs> uh, um, isn't it crazy that Grave Digger always won? I don't remember. I remember going to the Monster Trucks one time, and yeah, I don't, I don't. I think he might have been there, but I don't remember who won. Do they win? What do you yeah. win? How do you win? You like jump over some hills faster than everybody else. I think I they ran over cars. Well, they do that too. They run over cars and they jump over hills, and they're like, "Well, Grave Diggers champion again." That's twenty-seven wins in a row, or something. Oh, yes. This is like the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, it's staged. It's like wrestling, but with big trucks and bigger tires. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, I like monster trucks, but that seems a little preposterous to me, my friend. (laughs) That's what seemed unrealistic. Yes. There's no way he could win. It does seem staged. And just whatever they do and however they keep tally, I don't know. It's weird. Um, Jake, Space Force will be coming back for season two on February 18th. I'm what excited. took him so long? 
Uh, it's been about two years, hasn't it? I'm assuming nothing has happened of note over the last two years that would possibly delay a, a large group of people getting together to film something. So, yeah, makes sense to me too. Um, I remember on this show, they left off the Russians had saved the monkey and who they sent into outer space um, with no chance of coming back. And then um, there was also the space station. I think that was the true ending wherever the Americans and like the Chinese were on um, the moon with different space stations and they passed each other and they beat up each other's space station. Then they went back to their own space station and saw that it was destroyed. I, from memory, I do believe that is uh, how it went. Yes. So I'm interested. I bet they're going to have to work together. Well, gosh darn it. I think that's a pretty solid prediction. Thank you. I try. Yep. Um, Jake, there's also something else that I'm excited to share. That Morbius has been delayed? Oh, yeah. Again. <laughs> the whole last Spider-Man movie was filmed after this movie was done and then finished before this movie ever came out. Yeah, they filmed this at least, I think, in 2019, I think. So it will be almost three years from the time that they finished filming to the time that this movie actually comes out. And it looks like it. It looks like Dookie. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. I, I just. I can't with this. I can't. I can't keep up pretending that I care about Michael Morbius and he's got a blood disease, but now he's a vampire. And Jared Leto's. He's on crutches and then he's on crutches and he's got some red, scary eyes. I just. I can't pretend to care about this one anymore. <laughs> I can't either. And. I wonder if they're going to wait until like he's dead to release it in hopes that it'll generate more cells. You think Jared and you think he's going to pull a Betty white and have a high profile celebrity death. <laughs> I mean, he could, I thought you meant live to 99. I was like, man, he's only like 50 now. No, I thought you meant like die this year. And then they're like, no, that's beat up the time to do that's it. So beat up. God. Well, well, this was the thing that we were going to say at the top was that, <laughs> When we do, this is the third year we've done our year interview episode. We didn't do it the first year because we'd only been podcasting for about three months. We were so baby our, dicking and didn't know. Exactly. Our year in view would be like, hey, you remember Bumblebee? That was pretty good. Anyways, that's pretty much everything we watched this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we watched Halloween. We watched a stupid ass Halloween movie. Oh, yeah. Your favorite movie that we've ever yeah. we've ever watched. Uh, but yeah, every every time we do this year interview episode, we do what celebrity you think is going to die this year. And, and we said, talked about it a week ago. You and I, we went to get food and we were talking about doing this episode. And I had mentioned Betty White. and You had also mentioned Betty White. Um, as we do then, every year. <laughs> then when she passed away, I called you and I was like, dude, it finally happened. Yeah, kind of uh, not as funny as I thought it was going to be when it actually when it actually did. But uh, yeah, it was more shocking. I was like, no, I was like, someone's definitely pranking people because the hundredth birthday was coming up and stuff. And I was like, yeah, for sure. That's a prank. 
And I had to look and TMZ's like, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm really happy. Yeah, it is uh, sad for someone that had such a long and important career and apparently broke a lot of boundaries at a time when people did not break a lot of, of boundaries. So, Quite like us. Yeah, exactly. We're, We're boundary breakers. Brave enough to say the things that everybody else is saying. Yep. Um, but yeah, so, I uh, didn't vote for Trump. <laughs> anyways, uh yeah, no, it's uh, it is kind of sad news, but uh, I assumed at this point she'd live to be 150. So, well, with her high income and modern technology, it's not crazy to think that she could have. Yeah, she could have frozen herself like a Walt Disney type of situation. Fall me up, yeah, that for like 2,500. Yeah, that's that'd be freaking weird, man. That ain't for Rai Rai. Not for me either. I don't want to live past. I don't know. Let's see how the next year goes. But yeah, let's. <laughs> um, I also see some other news here. Spider-Man No Way Holmes villain crossover was originally going to be in the post credits. Then what was the movie going to be about? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I feel like when they started pre-production on this they i've heard that they originally this was going to be a craven the hunter movie but mm-hmm. then tom holland helped sony and disney smooth things over and then they brought all the mcu stuff back in so i think that's probably probably what they wanted to do all along but when they publicly very publicly announced they're like no no more spider-man no more in marvel stuff so they had to start planning for something different so what's so wild yeah crazy how they had multiple movies planned out and wound up going with this one but i think this was definitely the one that people would have wanted to see 100 percent. but how are you gonna top it uh you don't well you never know they may surprise us because we thought the avengers was crazy because before it was like just single like movies about one character, maybe two. And then this had all the characters like Avengers. And then you had this one where it was like the old and the new all come together. There's gotta be something they're going to do to top this, but it's going to be nuts. Um, Yeah. uh, Probably. I just, I think we've kind of both said the same thing. I just hope that they keep Spider-Man closely tied to the, mcu because we've seen what sony does when they're left to their own devices and not all of it is good (laughs) yeah Uh, how would they have wrote tom holland's spider-man out of the marvel world i they would have made a tom holland spider-man movie but they wouldn't have said tony stark they wouldn't have said thanos or anything like that it would have been That'd be lame. It would have been really strange pretending that none of that stuff happened in the third movie in a trilogy after he's literally been to space and was dead for five years and then came back. Yeah, just a couple couple of years. (laughs) Just like five years. I was just vanished for five years and then I reappeared. Oh, man. Speaking of that, um, whenever I watched um, Hawkeye, I finished watching it, but when I watched one of the last episodes, Scarlett Johansson's sister, Black Widow's sister in the uh, show. Um, Lawrence Pugh. Yeah, I, but I can't remember what her name on there was. Um, but they showed her like 
how she experienced the blip and like she was like in the bathroom she's throwing water on her face and she's throwing the water on her face she blips out and just turns to like ash and it flies everywhere but then it just fades away and then she comes back and then she's at the same person's house but five years have gone and the bathroom looks different it was just kind of cool to see that like played out like how someone would experience the blip yeah, that would be terrifying. It, it's, what if you like blipped while you're taking a shit, and then you? T- <laughs> what? Oh, I can think of a lot of bad scenarios. Like, show what if you five. blipped back in front of a car? Uh, yeah. What if they built like a highway through the house where you used to live at? Yeah, or what if like someone tried to end their life and they jumped from a high building, and then before they landed. They blipped, but then when they came back, boom, they're dead. I, I don't know. My mind gonna, takes me to weird places. I was going to say they built uh, in the five years they built a, a building of equal height right beside of the building they just jumped off of, so they're only falling like. Six feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it! Oh no, I sprained my ankle. <laughs> or like, yeah, like you were saying, like you were in the bathroom taking a shit or something like that, and like you blip back, and then you're sitting on somebody's lap. What that's my worst case scenario. I can't think <laughs> of it. Having someone sit on your lap. Exactly. What if I blipped and at your house and then that happened? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one are you in. Because I use uh, the guest one. I mean, that would be the guest one. I like to migrate through both of them, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, the bathroom uh, where the toilet and the shower are in the master bathroom, there's no vent in there. So it gets a little chilly in the wintertime. So that's why I like to, uh, in the mornings, I will migrate back to the uh, the guest bathroom because the heat runs in there. It feels nice and toasty. So depends on what time of year, I guess. So you and I will be nice and toasty in there when I come back. Probably. From the blip. If you, if we both blip in the winter time or whatever, why would you be, what scenario is it that one of us blips, but the other one still comes over to our house? <laughs> no, no. Like you, I would, that's why I was like at your house. Cause you would, I would blip at your house. Right. That would make sense for you to be there. Right. But five years pass and I'm okay. Never mind. You're still think, living there. Yes. You're still right. living there. Still living, still shitting here, which is what I would assume to be doing. If you were living in a place, you'd probably be doing quite a lot of that there. So true dad. Um, Jake. These are facts. I digress. <laughs> Max uh from Catfish uh is not returning to Catfish. And Neve is, you know, fueling rumors he would come back, but he is not. That's a shame. Uh, Max was my favorite part of Catfish. Uh, and that makes sounds like Neve and his new co-host are not... Driving? Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe not. That's kind of like a whole Blink-182 situation. Um, which I seen and I sent you because I guess Tom DeLong maybe joined him again. Potentially. We'll we'll see. I mean, it, it depends on if he takes a break from uh, his his alien hunting and angels and airwaves and all that other important shit that he's up to. 
Did you? Yep. And I seen Skiba had said something on his face or his Instagram about it. Did you ever watch Tom DeLonge's show? It came on the History Channel, and I've been watching it when I've oh. I've been working out the last couple of uh, last couple of weeks. You've been it's, working out? Yeah. When I'm what are when you I'm, working out? When I'm uh, your packer? <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm stretching. I'm doing a lot of daily <laughs> stretching. Not now, Olivia. I'm stretching again. You know you don't break in on the stretch time. <laughs> uh when i'm uh when i'm indoor cycling i've got like ufo shit and stuff on and i was watching his show because i'd never seen it before and it's fucking wild that he's like just riding around with all these government like people from the actual government like talking about ufos and stuff well, is he really in the show uh not that much not really i mean he's in he's not like the main focal point the organization he founded, he hired somebody that used to work at the Pentagon who supposedly was involved in some top secret UFO project. And he's like the main character. But yeah, like Tom DeLonge's like, he's kind of around. The first episode he's on where it introduces him, it, it's playing footage from when Blink-182 was doing like one of the big festivals in uh, the UK back in like 2012 or something. I was mm-hmm. like, it's so fucking weird. <laughs> and he was credentials, see. And they, they were doing an interview with somebody that was uh, like high up in the military. And the guy stops and goes, I think my daughter used to listen to your band in high school. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> it is weird. What was Tom's reaction? He's like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I seen he was at a San Diego Padres game and they played all the small things. And like you did like um like a Snapchat of it and it was like taking video of all the people singing it, and then it turns to him and he's like, awkward. Did he take off his pants and jacket? I hope not, because then he would be arrested. And that's a stretch time. Everybody has stretch. Yeah, everyone needs a little bit of stretching time. You really gotta get really gotta get in there sometimes and just be flexible as possible. Or just yank it until it's no longer flexible. Yank it and crank it. <laughs> um, so, Jake, I have some news for you. Yeah, Max and is I, coming back. <laughs> uh, yeah, Max is not coming back. Um, he's done. He's. He, I think he got catfished. Um, Little Caesars just raised prices on their hot and ready. A $5 hot and ready. Which is now going to be the five fifty-five. 555. I wonder why they did it that way. I don't I don't know, but inflation. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like they could have gone to like six. Instead, they just decided to go to 55. No, this is a future the liberals want where five dollar hot and ready costs five fifty-five now. No. What else are they gonna take from us? What what's next? Is Dollar Tree gonna have a dollar and fifty cent things? I think they have gone up on their price too. Oh, you're going to, next thing you're going to tell me is that Dollar Tree is going to have $5 items. Jake, sit down. Oh, I'm already Thank sitting you. down. <laughs> Thank you. Well, next thing you're going to tell me is that Five Below <laughs> is going to have a spinoff store where they have stuff that costs $20 or more. What would you call that store? Over 20 
over 20. No, they haven't done that yet. That sounds a little warmer than below. Um, and it's so, in Celsius too. So that's like 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, I don't even know how that plays out. It's like a nice day outside. Oh, okay. Well then, fuck yeah. Let's go to 20 above. 20 above. <laughs> 20 above, five below. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, so Beavis and Butthead creator Mike uh, Judge showed um, some pictures that he drew of the um, Beavis and Butthead for their upcoming movie, and they look old and fat. Well, fragile, and one looks fat. It was, it's kind of funny to see how that's played out. I'm checking them out, and man, do they look sad. Yeah, pretty haggard, man. Yeah, this is making me depressed just looking at it. So I'm going to close that tab yeah. 100%. Um, oh, if that made you sad. But there's some good news. KFC, <laughs> a.k.a. Kentucky Fried Chicken. chicken? <laughs> you know how the vegan things, whenever they do, um, like, it's not meat, meat, where they say, like, whatever meat it's based off of, but they spell it a little bit differently to be like, it's not really chicken. Um, KFC is rolling out a vegan fried chicken nationwide. So interesting. Uh, It looks like chicken nuggets. I think it was actually be pretty good, especially with some uh, KFC. You put KFC gravy on fucking anything and I'd eat it. (laughs) So I think this sounds pretty cool, but yeah, it's got a cool and like a green background instead. And ever since somebody said that Colonel Sanders bow tie looks like he's just a giant head with a tiny little body. (laughs) I can't stop unseeing it. (laughs) That's not a bolo tie. That's my legs. (laughs) And my tiny arms. (laughs) I was going to give you a hug, but now I ain't going to give you shit. I can't. It's a Kentucky Fried Miracle, he said, raising his tiny little arms up and down. <laughs> God. Um, uh, yeah, I'd probably try that. Well, yeah, I would definitely try that, too. But it's probably... I, I don't know. I, what? I don't know. It could be crap. It, it is could, Kentucky Fried Chicken, after all. I mean, the one that I've been to are not that great. Yeah, see, that's the thing that I feel that we've been shortchanged because KFC is uh, right behind McDonald's internationally for being the most popular fast food, American fast food restaurant. I thought that'd be Chick-fil-A. It's uh, KFC. It's McDonald's and then KFC. KFC is huge in Asia. Really? In, yeah, in Japan, it's um, they eat like one of their Christmas traditions is eating fried chicken on Christmas. Now I think Christmas is like a different a different holiday in pl- other places of the world, but still, it's like a people get together and they eat like fucking fried chicken and stuff. So sounds pretty sounds pretty sick to me. Uh, but yeah, yeah KFC, KFC is huge in Asia. Well, the more you know, um, that is not big here in the K town. No, nah, that's because the one in our hometown is bobo as hell as ryan likes to say it's not good mm-hmm. it was real bad and that was even when you, you used to eat meat and you're like this is t- still terrible <laughs> yeah that and hardy's i do not trust oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> hardy's was hardy's bad. always sucks Ugh. um I, again i digress um did you see the concept art 
for um, what Tom Holland's Spider-Man would look like in the symbiote suit. Uh, I think it looks fucking sick. I would not that be surprised. Very cool. I think that's uh, definitely. I'd be like DLC for the next Spider-Man game because this looks this looks awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, I would not be surprised if that's the direction they went in the next trilogy of uh, Spider-Man movies, especially since Venom's already got blipped in, blipped out of that universe <laughs> conveniently. Well, and then like <clears throat> a part of them stayed there exactly and we're not exactly sure how that works but apparently they can when the symbiote breaks off they can be a different color they can have a different personality they can be a different woody harrelson they can have they can be a regular woody harrelson yeah what if he comes back in like the next one like the end of this trilogy and then they bring everybody back yeah and it's like uh woody harrelson's like hey motherfucker i think woody harrelson is a good actor but he was really phoning it in in that last Venom movie. That, that was not his best performance. By a long shot. Yeah, he would look like he was asleep for half of that movie. <laughs> he might have done better if he just kind of bleeped for half that movie. I wonder how much he was actually in it. Because after he's Carnage, I don't think he did the voice for it. Maybe I'm wrong. So maybe he only had to do it for like two days and still he's like, well, got to get a paycheck somehow. Sometimes. (laughs) Yep. Tired of sucking this dick out here in this um, truck lot. Tired of wearing this giant seventies collared shirt. Time to steal a car and get a red symbiote. (laughs) Fucking find me my woman. Destroy a church or whatever happens at the climax of that movie. Um. Jake, did you see that this year's E3 will be online again due to, guess what, the pandemic? Oh, that's I couldn't even think of a thing fast enough. Yeah, pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this, some of this stuff really falls flat over soon. We're like, what do you think happened? Pandemic. You're like, yep, <laughs> that's probably why. <laughs> yes, uh, we like, like everybody sad. I think it was online only last year and the year before that didn't happen. So it makes me wonder why we need to have an E3 if everyone's just, if it's just a collection of video games, trailers and presentations. I don't know. The game awards was basically a three and a half hour commercial mixed with a little bit of orchestra playing mixed with some more commercials. And I sat down and watched the whole thing. So I'll probably do this again in June. (laughs) yay well then you can call me up be like dude jack and dexter be like oh i was wrong they're making the 14th ratchet and clank game (laughs) instead like awesome what what the world needs more ratchet and clank games not apparently the last one was pretty good still haven't played it yeah it was pretty good although i will tell you something i played for the first time last night astro's playroom what's that it's the uh, the little tech demo game that comes on the PS5. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know the name of it, but yeah, I played that before. Yeah, really cool. I can't believe I waited so long to do that. I, none of the other games on that console show off the controller like that. There's so many things they could do with it, but they just don't. But that one is yeah. a really, really good showcase for uh, the possibilities. For yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's, it's like Wii Sports, basically, but... It's 
a fun game and is really impressive on the things they can do with that controller. I know I'm like over a year behind everybody else saying that, but it's fucking cool. I like, I had fun with it. Yeah, it's definitely a fun game. And, um, you know, it's free, right? You get that with the game. So, right. If you're one of the 14 people to have a PS5, it comes free with it. So, Uh, well, I know two people with a PS5 so far. So, well, we are make up what, like, uh 20% of the population then as of right now but it's growing yeah i i played through yeah like the first so you're the whole game takes place like inside of a ps5 where it's like oh we're in memory springs or whatever and you collect like four different playstations and that's like the class <laughs> yeah you collect like four different playstations that's the whole like goal of it uh, and I did like half of it last night and then I was like, Olivia, you gotta come here and see this. She's like, okay, fine. I was like, look how much the controller can do. And then I made the mistake of starting it over from the beginning, which deleted everything I had just done for the last hour. Um, so I, I get to play. Through you get to games. enjoy it again. I do. It's a short game. It's <laughs> literally, it's two hours. It's a two hour tech demo basically, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be diving in on that again. I just had the biggest smile on my face when I was, um, you know, jumping into a monkey suit and using the the triggers to climb up a wall and stuff with the motion controls and how much resistance and stuff they can put on those triggers where you go from feeling like clicking it in to feeling like you're having to push a, a big rock through a hole or something. Mm-hmm. Really cool. I wonder why more games haven't taken advantage of that, but maybe they will in the future. And it's just not right now because maybe it's just like a get rich quick scheme. Uh, I think the Sony ones definitely will. Ghost of Tsushima had a little bit of that with uh, the bow and arrow stuff in that game where it had like, you really felt like when you were drawing a bow and arrow, you had this really stiff resistance when you were pulling it back and then letting it go. Um, And Horizon will probably have quite a bit of that too. Uh, They were definitely showing off. And the first one with the, uh, you had a little scan device and they were really playing around with the speaker grill and stuff in that one. So yeah, cool stuff. I think ghost of Tsushima also had, um, it was playing around with the 3d audio. So they did some wind stuff with some wind. And so it sounded like wind was coming through your TV and in your hands. And you're like, it's fucking windy as hell out. <laughs> really the I future. Feel it. I could feel the wind. <laughs> And in Astro's Playroom, there was uh, there's one little section where you have to jump on like a boat that has a, a pinwheel uh, for like a um, sail or whatever, and yet they you like blow into your controller, and it spins oh, yeah, yeah. yeah spins the little pinwheel, and you go zipping across the screen. I was like, that's pretty fucking inventive. They didn't consider COVID, did they? No, no, no. Let me just blow into this controller. Spit comes out of my mouth, and then you touch it and touch your face, and then all of a sudden, COVID. <laughs> just I want to know how what boardroom meeting they were in, where some guy is like sitting up the back, hasn't said anything in the meeting in like three years. And they're like, "What if you blow in that controller? What if can you make it do something with that?" And they're like, "Well, I guess so. Yeah, sure. I can. We can try that." <laughs> Make this man the president. <laughs> Make this man the he's the new president <laughs> of the PlayStation. <laughs> the guy that was like, why don't you blow in this controller and see if you can make anything out of that? <laughs> Groundbreaking. <laughs> this is we're living in the future for sure. This is Divin Dots all over again. So apparently, 
Tom Holland pitch Sony a young James Bond movie. And they said, we don't have the rights for that. Do you want to be Nathan Drake instead? <laughs> so Which, how about how about that? Well, you know, what kind of um, kind of amazes me is it seems like Tom Holland has a lot of pull at Sony. Clearly he does. Because the whole uh, Spider-Man um, plot changed for the last movie, and then now he wants to be this, and they actually kind of met him with a different idea that's similar. It's just very, very strange. Well, it is, but also he is. Uh, I, I saw this when they announced the the PlayStation. Kind of overlaps with the the PlayStation VR two announcement. He was on stage with fucking whoever the head of the Sony movie studio is. And when they were announcing this VR thing, they did a demo and they were like, oh, here's the Sony pictures lot. And Tom Holland's like, oh, that's my parking spot. And the, the guy's like, oh, well, you know what? You're in the, the biggest grossing movie of 2021. You can park wherever you want, Tom. And he's like, cool. <laughs> you know, that classic riffing between a, a somebody from corporate and an actor at a tech demo announcing a tech demo of something else that kind of that kind of level of comedy and cohesion yes. um, yeah just <laughs> hard to watch kind of stuff um yeah. but yeah apparently he does have a lot of sway and a, that comes from that brand recognition he's made them plenty of money that is for yeah. sure <laughs> yeah because it's like damn he could do anything he wants I mean, no wonder Tom Hardy got into the uh, Spider-Man movie. Tom Holland was probably like, I want him today, now. And they're like, yes, sir. Yes, sir, Tommy. Yes, sir, Tom, Mr. Tommy. <laughs> yeah, he, Bring me one of those coconut drinks with the umbrella in it. It is strange because you don't normally see actors that have that kind of pull within a studio. But oh, Tom Holland's a he, hot property right now, for sure. He's acting like LeBron going through and making the team. He's he controls the team. Yeah, he's about to be in a Jackie Moon situation where he's owner, player, <laughs> coach. Tom Holland's gonna be wrestling a bear at halftime before you know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, good luck to him because I think he's on like five eight. <laughs> He is, from what I, from all that I've seen, rather short. <laughs> he is a yeah, short, but short British man. More sex. That's <laughs> what was said in some Instagram post, and he liked it. And people were like, "That dude's having sex with Zendaya." He is. He sure is. So maybe we shouldn't be making fun of his height. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I wonder if she cradles him like a child. Maybe he could be. They could both be the. <laughs> they could both be the little spoon because they're the same size. <laughs> no, she's taller. Oh, she is taller. Yeah, I think she's like five nine, five ten. She's definitely visibly taller. She's a fucking giant. <laughs> but I mean, she's she's not as tall as you. She's topping the box office and Tom Holland. <laughs> Oh, and she won an Emmy for like some TV show that's coming back called Euphoria that she's in. 
I just saw an HBO ad for that on the last news story that we were on. Oh, she's good. Uh, and what I've seen her in, I haven't seen her in that much stuff, but I think she'd be, I think she'd be good. Um, she could carry a show or a movie on her own. 100%. I'd like to see more of that. <laughs> I think she, most of what I've seen her in, she's kind of in like a supporting role and she's been good, but there's only so much you can do when you're backing somebody else up, you know? Right. And it's their show. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Netflix's don't look up has broken viewership records. Uh, I watched this or we watched this last week and I have to say it's pretty good. Uh, it's an Adam McKay movie. So formerly of, uh, Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell and all of those comedies you remember from the early to mid two thousands, all that's Adam, Adam McKay. Uh, have you watched this yet? I have not. We are going to watch that this weekend. Oh, def. Maybe we'll talk about this a little bit next week because uh, it's. I enjoyed it. It's a good movie. A little bit long for what it is, but uh, highly enjoyable. So don't look up the Tiger King of December 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! It's your turn. Yep, it's your turn. And I think that brings us to the end of uh, the news segment for this week. Yep. Now it's classic. down to the list. In classic fashion, it's almost an hour. <laughs> I Is think. it really? I don't know. My little at work, my Zoom timer counts up. Uh, so I have no idea how long we've been talking for. <laughs> my doesn't even have a timer on it. Yeah, mine doesn't either. So who's to say what exactly is happening? We'll find out. I sure hope yeah. all of this gets recorded. If not, I'm... It was like two friends just having a conversation. Exactly. And why would you ever do that if you can't monetize it for content? Exactly. Ridiculous. If, if this is the case, we know we still got it. We still got it. We still got it. <laughs> and this very, you remember the, the mic tests we used to do? This was just a two hour mic test. <laughs> <laughs> that failed. Yeah, we were too dumb to notice. <laughs> that would be heartbreaking. I have I have to admit, I've looked at every 15 seconds to make sure that little recording icon is still going on the Zoom window. <laughs> and it is, luckily. Yay! <laughs> well, surely, you know, an hour of content, if that's all we got, people would love that too. Because people love us. Well, don't call me Shirley. Um, all right, so... Here are the cat before I get into my top fives. Uh, here are the the categories that I've come up with. So we have our biggest surprise of the year, biggest letdown of the year, and best TV shows of the year. What what do you want to do? You want to start with biggest surprise of the year? Uh, yeah, we could do biggest surprise. All right. Let me know if you have any nominees you want to put into this category. So biggest surprise of 2021. <laughs> the nominees are Squid Game. <laughs> the Fear Street Trilogy on Netflix. Oh, yeah. The video game Eastward, which I played and you watched a little bit of. And... <laughs> A movie I watched when you watched the Britney Spears documentary called Love and Monsters, which turned out to be pretty damn good, actually. Well, I remember, did I suggest that and not watch it? 
Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Mm, yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> Classic Ryan. <laughs> oh. um, I will also throw in only murders in the building. I think that was a pleasant surprise as well. Not on the list, not on my list, but maybe it will be showing up on another list. Um, Who knows? I think out of principle, I have to give it, although I will admit that Only Murders in the Building was a very, very good surprise. After watching a trailer for it, I wasn't surprised that it was good. Maybe surprised that it existed, but not surprised at the quality of it. So uh, it will, don't worry, it will be showing up in another category a little bit. Uh, But for this one, I think we have to give it to Squid Game. I don't, I had no idea what this was at the end of September. <laughs> uh, I thought it was some kind of Korean game show that was on Netflix for some reason until we watched the uh, trailer for it. And it was the, it was the tiger King of 2021. It was, it came out of fucking nowhere and everybody in the world all of a sudden was talking about it. Just incredible, incredible, not only how good it was but just the level of popularity literal worldwide popularity that this achieved it's difficult to overstate how surprising i feel that that really was just yeah and it was a foreign kind of film uh or a tv show and i think that was oh oh no okay i was looking at something else um yeah, I just think it was a surprise to hit all over the world. And it was for like a foreign TV show. It just did really well in America. I didn't think that was going to be possible. Because anytime I hang out with my parents, we want to watch like something that has subtitles. My dad's like, wow. So kind of surprised. Yeah, I was the same joke I was going to make. Americans don't like <laughs> reading. <laughs> yeah. Who likes they, reading? No one. We don't. We don't like reading. We don't like listening to other people speaking not English. We also don't like listening to people speak English, but then their lips aren't moving up to their non-English speaking mouths. And <laughs> how, <laughs> which, how is this possible? <laughs> it's a very perplexing thing to kind of try to parse out in your mind when that's that's happening. But yeah, I think that just it speaks to the the quality of it that it and also, I have to give a special shout out to Netflix's meme department, which they definitely have. Uh, they have like a secretive meme department that partners with all of the big like Instagram, Twitter accounts. And that's part of a huge part of their marketing campaign is just putting that stuff out there. And people are like, what the hell is this? And they are like, oh, I bet it's the hit series Squid Game on Netflix. Maybe I should watch this in English and or in Korean with English subtitles. So who gets people on this? Like, so somebody has to go in and watch all these things and be like, Oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. And then rave about it. And it's like a pay it forward kind of situation because nobody was going to watch this if it wasn't for somebody who exposed it by watching it, you know? Yeah, I, I I don't know how they pick and choose what they think is going to be the next big thing. I'm sure they've had a couple of things that are like, oh, this is going to catch on and it doesn't. Maybe with like, you know, like Tiger King with this, like I'm sure they were willing to stand behind the quality of something they produced. But 
how do you how do you predict when something like this is going to catch on and become as big as it is where like last year you had people dressing up like Joe fucking exotic and Carol Baskin. <laughs> and this year you had people wearing the, uh, the pink jumpsuits and the, the green track suits with the numbers on them. Like how would you ever predict that something would get that big? I, I have no idea how they do it. Well, I know that, um, was like a couple of years ago, maybe it said that Netflix was going to invest more in their own TV shows instead of, um, you know, buying TV shows or rights to movies and stuff like that. So they could show them. Um, and that's kind of really paid off. I think whenever I heard that news, I was like, good luck. But yeah, I think it's done really well for them. It, it clearly has. And I think we were kind of saying the same thing where, the only thing people watched on Netflix was the office and uh, people liked house of cards, but Kevin Spacey <laughs> happens then. <laughs> and you had like a couple other ones like orange is the new black. And they had that arrested, the arrested development reunion Stranger stuff, which things. didn't go well. Stranger things, which was, I think the first season was good and tapers off in quality afterwards, but <laughs> Um, I can't think of anything else that, well, I guess this movie, this new movie here that they've done Leonardo DiCaprio. It's good. uh, But I think because of the very heavy handed political allegories, which you, if you watch it, you'll definitely pick up on uh, the further in uh, you, you get into it. I think that, that is something that will, will that would prevent it from becoming that crossover hit. But at the same time, like Squid Game is mostly about like the horrors of how a capitalist society has failed people, and they have to result to risking their lives to make money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, they're pretty. But they're like, oh, but it's Korea. So if it's a foreign it's country, they yeah, they don't have politics in different countries. <laughs> I feel like, yes, they do. They're just not, they don't have two political parties that are, you know, trying to kill each other. It's yeah. Well, they just have one that will kill you. Yeah. Or, uh, or several, (laughs) you know, it's, it's every country has politics. They're just different. And I think that that's something that uh, Americans don't seem to understand is that, oh, well, that's a different country, but like there's politics in other countries too. They're just like, not everything is like the Super Bowl every time there's an election. Yeah. It's, I mean, like other, they, we're probably the only country in the world where other countries pay attention to our elections, like it is the Super Bowl or whatever. Well, they're probably like, "What the fuck are they gonna do now?" And just, well, now they are. Now they're sitting, like, just chewing on their fingernails, like, "Oh God!" Like, oh, we have your attention now. Oh, oh no! It's. <laughs> it, I can't wait till the twenty twenty eight election. We've got President Hulk Hogan running against President Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> you know, The Rock said he would run. He did. Oh, and not, not, Hulk Hogan was a bad example. It would be like The Rock versus Elon Musk or some shit. Like, <laughs> is Elon Musk even American? Uh, you know what? I think he was actually born in South Africa, so he was automatically disqualified. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, like nobody running against Rock. I mean, even paper couldn't take The Rock at this point. <laughs> what, about, what about Senator Scissors? Nah, he crushed. Mm. not even <laughs> not even paper could go against the rock at this it was really fucking good and i'm upset at myself that i didn't come up with that 
Well, you're welcome. Um, I also, I know we were talking about Squid Games, but another big surprise for me was Shang-Chi. How good it, how good it was? Yeah, I thought it was going to be trash. Well, uh, Shang-Chi will be showing up again later in this, later in this list for <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah, um, we'll move on. Squid Game, definitely biggest surprise. I, I feel comfortable giving that the almost accurate biggest surprise of 2021 if the producers of squid game want to get in touch with us on how to collect your rewards uh <laughs> almost accurate pod at gmail.com we will make sure to get something in the mail to you i don't know what it will be but your reward will be something if you reach out <laughs> so <laughs> yeah that's the spirit well, here's an award where I'm not sure if the winners want to reach out to us or not. But like I said, almostaccuratepod at gmail.com or almostaccuratepodcast.com. Either we way. We have a website. We have a website. Worked hard on it. Biggest letdown of 2021. <laughs> All right. Um, luckily, most of the stuff we watched and or interacted with this past year uh was okay so that's why i don't have a, a long list of things uh but the biggest letdown of 2021 my nominees are uh tiger king season two uh little nightmares two and the latest christopher nolan movie tenet well i will add a couple more onto that feel free to chuck some more in here <laughs> biggest letdown of 2021 <laughs> So I want to say that Ghostbusters Afterlife, for as long as it took them to get the original cast together and what kind of movie they offered, it was just not that good. I know you like that movie, but I, I just couldn't get down with it. See, for me, it wasn't a letdown because I thought it would be bad, but I can see your points because it was not a good movie. <laughs> uh, Modoc, that was a terrible show. It's like having ADD. Too much going on. That drove me fucking batty. I was like, why is this happening? Why? Um, Do you feel the, like you needed an Adderall to process everything that was going on? A that? little bit. I was just like, what is happening here? This is why. Um, and my last nominee, probably not a surprise, but it had potential to be better. Uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Okay. All right. I can, I could see that. I have to say that was probably my bigger, one of my bigger surprises that didn't make my big surprise nominee. That was just Godzilla. kind of a, yeah, it was a kind of a movie that I watched and I was like, all right, didn't suck. <laughs> I mean, it could have been better though. Um, but I think between the two of us, I feel comfortable giving it to Ghostbusters Afterlife as one of the bigger letdowns of 2021. Um, I'm okay with that. That movie was delayed multiple times. We've seen a thousand different trailers. They did. They tried to do the whole Spider-Man withholding the secret of the original Ghostbusters coming back, even though everyone knew that was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Just a lot of buildup. And it was one of, for me, it wasn't a letdown because I didn't think it sucked, but it also, it left my brain the second we, stopped recording the episode we did on it <laughs> like, i we watched that movie cannot tell you 
and I cannot emphasize enough how little I have thought about Ghostbusters Afterlife after <laughs> I watched it. It was one of those that absolutely washed over me, and I have just about zero memory of it. I'd have to go back and listen to our episode to remember anything about that movie. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't be missing anything, so no yeah. need. No need. Uh, but I will give an honorable mention to um, the game Little Nightmares 2 as another big letdown because both of us were kind of, we've seen previews for that for a while. Uh, and we're like, oh, this looks pretty cool. And then we played it. And let me tell you, I did not like it. <laughs> did. Well, the ending, I think if we played it all the way through the end, I think the ending might have been more uh, shocking and gratifying. Um. Because I told you what the ending was like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Which and, uh, was fucking wild. That is wild. Such a way to bring it all together and back around. But um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't my favorite game I played, but you know, I wasn't really expecting as much, I guess. I don't know. Low <laughs> standards never disappointed. True that. That's kind of why I didn't have a lot of big letdowns because I don't expect a lot of things to be good. I'm I'm happy to be surprised and I don't allow myself to be let down anymore because I'm 30 years old and I'm used to <laughs> it at this point. <laughs> Life is nothing but letdowns. <laughs> yeah, I just remember uh, from a gameplay point of view, it was a slow plotting game that was incredibly frustrating, controlled like shit. And mm-hmm. I, yeah. No. <laughs> well, it could be worse. Could be like cyberpunk. It could have been like so. Apparently, cyberpunk is better now. The the PS5 version is going to come out in 2022. They said. So. Well, yeah, I've heard they've gotten better. I hear like it's similar to No Man's Sky. You know how they keep updating it. Yeah, which they need to. <laughs> yeah, well, since they sent it out there. But what if that game goes down to be like one of the greatest games of all time? It, I could see it having the potential to. I mean, the the marketing hype behind it, it really did seem like it was going to be one of those things that was revolutionary. But I, I, I kind of feel like some of those huge video games are akin to like pop music, basically, where they're never going to really something that big with that much money behind it. Like this is like Avengers, or it's like. Uh, Ariana Grande or something it's something that's popular it's got a lot of money behind it but it's never going to really break the mold in a serious way where you experience something in a new way so the good ones are good they definitely are part of the cultural conversation but they don't really change that much and that's the way that they built that game up too and then they you know fucking forgot that the ps4 and xbox existed and then lied about how it ran and then delayed it a bunch of times and then didn't give anybody review codes and then did some more lying and then they put it out and then they're like oh we'll just get a refund and sony was like what (laughs) yeah the one of the craziest stories of last year just the entire way that they handled that so there could be a good game who's blowing in the controllers like wait wait what? a minute <laughs> they were losing us money just a, a game where you're like you can give somebody a huge dick and some huge tits and then they clip through their clothes and then a car just appears in the middle of the street and runs them over kind of akin to the grand theft auto trilogy and just the oh, abs- yeah, that was- <laughs> 
but they won't do updates on that i don't think they they've they have they've already yeah rockstar apologized a couple weeks ago they're like yeah we didn't try very hard so we're gonna keep trying to make this you caught us yeah it's like well you know this these games are 20 years old like they should run on a ps5 a little better than this (laughs) yeah well the ps5 is like you know I, I feel like, yeah, those, if you're going to take the time to remake it, then you should really put some heart into it because if you don't, people are going to call you out on it because they play those games. They know how they're supposed to, you know, operate. Look and feel, yeah. And yeah, they, they just, they fucked that. That would be what, that would, if I had played that, that would have probably been my biggest letdown, honestly. Just the amount of like, between San Andreas and Vice City and GTA 3, the the way that they're hyped up, I've never played them, but they're like legendary status. And so to play a version that's just fucked and broken, been like I would have been better off just, you know, getting a PS2 from a yard sale and, and tracking down a copy <laughs> at GameStop. Like it sounds like that would have been a preferable way to play it than what they put out. So <laughs> yeah, and that's you shouldn't. It shouldn't be like that because there's a lot of good remakes out there like Crash Bandicoot or Spyro or, you know, uh, Resident Evil had one recently. So Resident Evil 4 in VR, which uh, by all accounts is really, really good. So, yeah, just fucking insane stuff. But all right, uh, time to the move from all waited for. moving on from biggest letdown. We are going to go with best television shows of the year. And so, Ryan, like like always, feel free to jump in if you have any more nominees. But I'll, I'll tell you what I have written down here. Uh, so my nominees for best TV shows of this year are WandaVision, Hawkeye, Marvel's What If, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Only Murders in the Building, Dexter New Blood, Squid Game, Loki, and one that I watched a couple months ago and really enjoyed, The White Lotus. The White Lotus. The White Lotus. Well, in all fairness, Dexter's not over yet, so... Hard to... Yeah, that is one that the ending could make or break, whether, like it did with the original show, how people feel about it. (laughs) Yeah, so I... I would have to, for myself, that helps me eliminate Dexter. Um, there is one or two. I think it really comes down to two. Um, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but I think it comes down to only murders and Loki. I think Loki was a huge surprise, and that's actually the one I'm leaning towards because I enjoyed the um, – like figuring out trying to figure out what's happening it's like you drop into this world and you're like completely upside down you're trying to put the pieces together as you're going but you're also trying to make sure like these characters survive or you're watching these characters attempting to survive um i don't know it was it, i felt more like a treat than wandavision did which i thought wandavision was very good but i kind of knew what was going on yeah after after the initial surprise wears off you're more like, okay, well, where is this going? How does this, you know, tie back into the inevitable movie universe that we're expecting? For me, it's a it's a three-way tie. 
Um, so I would say, um, probably the same. I'd, I'd say Loki and only murders, but I'd add squid game in there, even though it won uh, biggest surprise, I think from start to finish in terms of production quality and acting and writing just probably definitely it's definitely the one that put me on the biggest emotional roller coaster uh throughout an, an entire season of a series and that's one that has stuck with me for a while but um yeah i'm leaning towards uh i might be leaning towards murders uh, but we don't, we also, uh, this, uh, is a democracy, so we don't have to uh, agree on one necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we Americans do. You Americans are so silly. Hello, lover boy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What are you thinking? You thinking Loki or only murders in the building? Well, okay. So I'm going to pull myself away for a second. I'm going to say that you would expect Marvel stuff to be really good, right? Yeah, Tip- hold it to a certain quality. And I think maybe Only Murders was more of a surprise because it was like they were getting the gang back together as far as like Three Amigos minus Chevy Chase. Um, and they brought in Selena Gomez. So I just, I think that's probably more of a surprise because me, myself, I didn't think that it was going to be good. I was just watching it for the podcast and I got pulled into it. And then um, I even talked to some of my friends who had seen it, and I was like surprised they had seen it. And they're like, "Yeah, it was really good." Yeah, I think we we kind of came to it about the about the same time where I we had been watching it for a couple of weeks, and I was like, "If you're," I was like, "Hey, man, if you haven't watched this, I think this would be. I think you'd probably like this. this is a pretty good show." So, <laughs> um, yeah, that was Murders was one that I just thoroughly enjoyed from start to finish, and I think that that's probably the one that i would would give it to even though loki is extremely impressive in terms of storytelling and just overall production quality and i loved tom hiddleston and uh owen wilson loki uh, on on screen at the same time uh just really good stuff but that would that would be my that would be my winner feel free to choose a different winner if you so so choose I will go with only murders. I think that's consensus. All right. A strong arm didn't into that one, people. You heard that. <laughs> we may be 30 miles apart, but I've still got sway, apparently. <laughs> There's no way we're 30 miles apart. We're like 20 miles apart. Ah, uh, 30 minutes, maybe. Not even that. No, it's not even that long. I think it's like 20 minutes. Yeah. 20-ish. We're right, we're both live right beside of a highway. We live under an underpass that goes over a highway. So we actually don't live in houses. <laughs> yeah, we live in the uh, under the bridge downtown. Yeah, downtown. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet you uptown. Uh, uptown. I'm downtown. <laughs> oh, fucking love it. All right. Well, my next category, and I don't know if you'll have too many of these to chime in, but I will just run quickly through my top five uh, games of this past year. Um, my number five was a actually an Apple Arcade game that I played called Hitchhiker. Uh, I talked about this. Uh, the blowjobs and like sometimes it's blowjobs or sometimes actually take you to the next town. 
that's the one. That's the one. Perfect. Can't can't believe they put it on Apple Arcade. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this this was one that really reminded me of uh, Kentucky Route Zero. It had some some great voice acting. You could barely call it a game, honestly. I mean, it's mostly just you making choice dialogue choices while you listen to uh, people talk. But it's really well written, and it's got this really creepy, otherworldly vibe to it. And I thoroughly enjoyed it for the three hours or so of runtime. Uh, basically, just a guy with a lost memory trying to figure out what happened to his girlfriend and why he's you know, hitchhiking and riding around with these five various uh, strangers. Uh, but as an experience, it was great. I liked it for the, the short little weird uh, bit that it stuck around for. And was it like a own adventure kind of thing too i played a little bit we played a little bit while you were here you remember the guy that was like uh you're riding in his car and he was talking about the raisins but then he called you something different about your choices that you made yeah exactly so it had a it had a bit of a bit of that but it all kind of looped back back into a, a central story um yeah just a weird weird one <laughs> Uh, my number four was Eastward, a really charming pixel art based game where you have you play as two different people in this far flung future. Whether you're making this uh, this journey to the east, uh, you're you have different uh, puzzles you're solving. Uh, you you uh, split into different groups to to solve them. Then you come back together. Uh, challenging boss fights, well written, beautiful game. Uh, not too much else to say about it. Uh, just really really good one going to need to use youtube to figure out how the fuck to do it absolutely ryan was here and he saw it i have no shame nice. in admitting that <laughs> nice. i i will not sit and and just sit idly by and waste hours and hours for for <laughs> my pride if i can't figure it out the internet's right there <laughs> so I do, yeah i do not feel bad about it <laughs> anyways my number my number three uh, was one of the most anticipated uh, games of my lifetime. It was Metroid Dread. Um, fucking love this game. It kicked my ass the first time I played it. <laughs> we got it pretty quick. I finished Weeks. it in about yeah, I finished it in about a week. Um, but yeah, it was still that was a. My final play time was not counting all the times I died, which is what I figured out with the clock. <laughs> like I've only played this for two hours and I've died like a million times. Yeah. Uh, never forget when I stayed up past midnight to play that. And, and my, I convinced my fiance, I was like, no, I've loved this series for a long time. You got to check this out. She's like, okay. What I didn't factor in was we've been heavily drinking that night and I was not in the state. <laughs> I could not pull off the the level of precision that that game was asking of me <laughs> that particular well, night. When you're drinking, it's like that. Yes, uh, it's it definitely requires a little more focus and precision than I could give at that time. But uh, I finished it three times since it came out, and I, I really enjoy it. Definitely one that looks. If you're lucky enough to get one of those OLED switches, looks absolutely amazing on that screen. Uh, my number two, uh, 
is kind of the next two are kind of me cheating if i'm going to be honest because they are games that did not actually technically come out in 2021 <laughs> so yeah that is cheating yeah well you know what this is my this is our podcast and uh this is our list and we can uh, bend the rules if we want to <laughs> i'll punch the numbers if i have to <laughs> um number two is my it was the ghost of tsushima director's cut um that the game was one of my favorites of all time i loved it um playing through this again on a ps5 with the new content and the new areas was amazing this this game just fucking rules and i love it i know it's not the deepest thing i know it's not the best story maybe not even necessarily the best graphics but this game is awesome and i love it <laughs> and it's your top two and it was my second second best overall so the fact that yeah the director's cut came out in 2021 which is why i'm allowing it to like scrub underneath the door like at indiana jones just barely squeaking by on a technicality um this next one that i've decided to give my number one to is a game that actually came out in 2020 and if you want to count the original game came out in 2016 but you know what if if i had to think of a gaming experience that will stick with me for a lifetime um it's persona 5 royal this is not just the top game of this year it may be one of the best video games i've ever played in my entire life i cannot alice yeah, that's the one you have to fight the dick chariot. <laughs> that's one of the monsters. <laughs> Just checking. I spent literally four months finishing this game. My final play time was 140 hours. My God. It's so good. And if you don't like turn-based combat, if you don't like RPGs, if you don't like long sections of a game where you're not really playing a game, you're kind of just watching an anime and reading, probably not for you. But for me, uh, the characters and the story hooked me in. The music was incredible. The visuals, just the very simple art style, but just incredibly stylized bits of it just absolutely sucked me in. And I cannot... I've I've I think about this game on a daily basis, and there's not too many games that really have that effect on me. But yeah, I I want to go back and play it again, but part of me is just afraid of the amount of time that something like that would actually entail. It's it's wild, <laughs> uh, but definitely you know what didn't come out in 2021, but I spent the literally the first half of the year playing it, so that's why I'm putting it on the list. Well, fair enough. Because I thought, well, if he's going to drag things in from 2020, then Red Dead uh, Redemption 2. That was pretty good, too. That makes the list, right? From 2018, still the, still number one, four years <laughs> <Yeah>. running. <laughs> uh, it doesn't even seem like it's been that long. Uh, it will be four years in October. Mm. Well, so it's just freshly three years. Yeah, just a little over three years at this point. So, anyhow, uh, that brings us to our next and final segment the top five movies of 
2021. Do you want to go first with your number five? I'll let you go first. All right. My number five is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And why is that your fifth? Uh, because there are four others that are marginally well. <laughs> there are three others that are marginally better and one other that is much better. <laughs> this is a year that I think that the TV shows definitely as a whole were much better than most of the movies that we watched. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> um, I would go my number five is going to be Jungle Cruise because I just kind of really like movies like that. Um, it wasn't the greatest movie ever, but I think for this year, I think that is a snug number five. Well, it's so snug as a number five, I would <laughs> say it's my number four. <laughs> See, this is why you went first. <laughs> yeah, I like Jungle Cruise. I thought it was I thought it was good. Not an amazing movie by any stretch, but better than I thought it was going to be. A, certainly a pleasant surprise. We do not like watching bad movies as as a rule. And uh, the fact that this one was uh, was pretty good surprised me. And I thought that was a good thing. Um, so my number four is um, Fear Street 1994. Because I thought that was a kind of a cool premise where they were releasing movies, like the trilogy. But I think this one just got it started. And whenever that kid's face went through a bread slicer, that was amazing. That's when you knew they weren't fucking around. See, I, I, know. I was like, oh, shit. I struggled with this because I have that as like an honorable mention was the Fear Street trilogy. Mm -hmm. uh, but ultimately didn't crack the top five. Uh, and... I feel conflicted and maybe I should bump one of my other <laughs> top ones out to make room for that because I like those, I like those movies. I think particularly the first one, it had a vibe to it that I really uh, enjoyed. Agreed. But no, I'm not changing my list. <laughs> not now, not ever. You can't stop me. <laughs> not in that my mouse is too far away and I cannot possibly change it now. Once it's written down, it's permanent. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not so much. <laughs> uh, my number three, which I think you may have a problem with, was The Suicide Squad. Mm, it wasn't my favorite movie. I thought it was great. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it, and I thought it was going to be dog shit because that last one was dog shit. Uh, and it surprised me a lot. And uh, that's, yeah, a good thing. Good thing. All right. Um, so next up, I had Shang-Chi. I really like this movie. I love the fight scenes. I thought they were really well like done. And you could just feel like the tension and pressure and stuff like that. It was just really, really good. I, I agree. I think the, the choreography in this was incredible. I. I thought this was a really good movie and I thought it was really well performed. I love um, the, the relationship between the, the two main characters. And I thought the dad uh, was also quite good in, in this one as well. Oh yeah. Well, I think he's a really famous um, Japanese um, like actor. I, think, I believe he is too. 
maybe Chinese though. <laughs> well, but I, I, I do think that he is, he, he is uh, quite famous. He's quite good in this, I have to admit. Uh, anyways, my number five, you're number three. <laughs> Uh, my number two, a certain film by an, uh, an unknown up and coming actor called, by the name of Bob Odenkirk. Oh, really? Yeah. I like nobody a lot. It was like John Wick, but if John Wick was older and didn't move around as good. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I noticed the similarities there myself. <laughs> Um, yeah, nobody was another one that I thought was going to be just, I'm going to, a movie I was going to turn on and then have my phone out for most of it, but I didn't, I liked it. It's a bit of a mindless one. It definitely didn't challenge me in any sort of way, but just for the, the brutality and the just absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous way that you're watching bob odenkirk tear through hordes and hordes of people <laughs> yeah i i like this movie and i don't know if i'm ever gonna go back and watch it over and over again but it it definitely held a special place in my mind for the couple weeks after we watched it and i think that's why i put it as high on my list as i did and again i'm willing to admit that 2021 was a weaker year in terms of movies compared to TV shows, 100%. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But uh, COVID probably also probably played some kind of role in that, of course. Yeah, ooh, I would say a major part. <laughs> um, you know, I before we continue the list, I what is that TV show that has the people from Haunting of Hill House in it? Um, that's on that puts. Uh, Black Mass. That was one that wasn't mentioned for TV show nominees. Oh, did well, you have you finished it? No, I haven't finished it, but I'm just saying. Oh, you yeah. guys think it's really good. Black Mass was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. So it's so much better than Black Manor was. Yeah, well, <laughs> with the fucking Hallmark <laughs> ass ending. That was pretty lame. Um, but Jake, I have my second. And it may be a surprise, but once I say it, you'll be like, oh, okay. Um, so, Willie's Wonderland. I God, I knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew Nicolas Cage was going to be in the top two. <laughs> I've watched, I watched that movie twice in a row, pretty much. And <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago, like, so, like a physical copy. I don't even buy physical copies of movies anymore. But that movie I did. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, I feel I you know, when I was putting my list together, I was like, I know he's gonna put fucking Willie's Wonderland somewhere. <laughs> oh, you caught me. I was honest though. I, I didn't put it number one. Um, because I feel like our number one's gonna be the same. Yeah, do you want to just say it in unison? We can three, two, one. Spider Man, Spider -Man No Way Home. <laughs> I can't remember where he is in the relativity of his home, but yeah, Spider Man. Yeah, 
we, and again, not one I don't think we need to retread because we literally just did an episode on it last week. But if I had to look at movies purely out of enjoyment, this is the top one. Oh, yeah. I, I had so much fun in this. It felt great to see this in a movie theater. Um, just, it's so good. And I really thought it was going to probably be a bit of a train wreck with all of the news that we heard about it. Yeah, and how many all, characters had a juggle? How many villains and three Spider-Men and how dedicated are they going to be? But uh, Tom Holland is great, but I still think Andrew Garfield stole the show when he showed up. I, he's looked like he was having a ton of fun, and I, I loved it. <laughs> well, he was more Peter Parker than all of them. Yeah, he was. He also was the one that felt more like a loser, which is kind of Peter Parker's character in classically. <laughs> <laughs> He's not like a cool guy. He's like a nerd that does science and swings around and beats up people with spider powers. And maybe has a dead fiance or dead love interest. Yeah. This Emma Stone, her head went kathwack kathwack on the old ground. I don't think it was her head. I think her spine it could have been yeah it could have been both with her spine snapping from the impact or her head going <laughs> like that guy in the last halloween movie when he jumped out, out of the building yes that guy's head looked it sounded like a pumpkin being dropped from a six-story floor <laughs> that was kind of surprising um but yeah Willie's Wonderland. If it wasn't for you, Spider Man, it would have been Willie's Wonderland. That would have been your top. Well, no, <laughs> argu- no arguments here. <laughs> I know uh, we're doing October. Yeah, well, what, what a year. What a year 2021 was. We, yeah, it really does feel like a year kind of in a holding pattern in terms of movies tv shows video games and just other popular media i mean it it, covid continues to to reign supreme unfortunately well what would be out of this priority we should be ryan anything else you want to add before we wrap this particular episode up and bid farewell to to 2021 and say hello to 2022 the gear that it already is <laughs> yes so we've already kind of introduced ourselves and we stayed a couple of nights we don't know if it's going to work out but we'll figure it out we shall well, guys, yeah, nothing to add it was it was a good year we're still doing it um and then is it next year no is it next year or this year that we hit our 200th episode I think we are, if we keep going, it will be early 2023. <laughs> Never mind. Fuck 2022. Yeah. The worst year ever. We're going to go ahead and call it. <laughs> worst of 2020. Oh, yeah, don't jinx it now. <laughs> uh, well, guys, uh, thank you for listening. As we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate up to this point, I believe. Yeah. For the most part. I did not, Uh Until next time, folks. I did not. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.